Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. Um, so this week, I'm kind of doing things a little bit um, differently because, uh, yeah, I am like totally in my car right now recording this episode <laughs> because I can't get to my audio equipment because, you know, I just can't, I can't get to it right now because my kids are trying to go to bed and I really had some stuff to talk to y'all about. And so here I am in my car recording this episode. (laughs) So it's a little bit different, but hey, it's going to be the same old stuff. I got some crystals that I'm going to talk about. I got a quote of the week, only one quote of the week. I know I'm only going down to one. I don't know what's going on. It's fine. I found one that's really, really good. That should, that should do it, right? It'll do it. So anyway, this week, I have, let's do the crystal. So Moldavite and Galena. And I actually, a funny story with Galena. So Galena was the first crystal that I ever actually picked out. And I remember I, I was living in Berkeley at the time and I was walking down the street. Um, on, I think it was on Solano. Anyway, I was walking down the street and I found this tiny itty bitty little crystal shop. And at that, at that time I was pretty like, I was pretty pregnant at the time. So I was just meandering around this little crystal shop thinking, oh, this is cute, whatever, whatever. And looking some awesome little rocks and some cool herbs and, and different things. And I was like, yeah, let me just see if something talks to me, like whatever. And this one little stone just pops out at me and I was like oh oh I love this stone I think I think I I think I want to touch it and so I picked it up and I fell in love with it and so Galena was my very first crystal that I picked out nice little tidbit of information for you guys so why don't we um why don't we start with Galena since we're talking about it so I got the information for this off of my crystal bible book by judy hall and this is what she has to say about galena it comes so it looks like it's it's just like a metallic gray color but it also has some hints of lilac it's small shiny and it's large granular and kind of knobby it's available from specialist outlets and it's sourced out of the united states britain and russia so galena is a stone of harmony bringing balance on all levels and harmonizing the physical, etheric, and spiritual planes. It is a grounding stone, anchoring and centering. It aids holistic healing. It is excellent for doctors, homeopaths, and herbalists. It encourages further investigation and experimental trials. Galena opens up the mind, expanding ideas and dissolving self-limiting assumptions from the past. For healing, Galena reduces inflammation and eruptions, stimulates circulation, and benefits veins, and increases assimilation of selenium and zinc. It is beneficial for the hair. To position appropriately when a place as appropriate, um, and as Galena is lead-based, elixirs should be made by indirect method. Now, if you guys remember me talking about gem elixirs, 
The indirect method is when you put the stone in a separate glass container, like maybe a shot glass, and then put it in the water and then charge it via sun or via moon, whichever. But you don't want it to be in the water source that you're going to drink. So that is what that means with the indirect method just as a just as a refresher and applied externally to unbroken skin so that's galena and i remember seeing when i was looking it up initially i remember seeing that it's a transformation stone which i thought was quite appropriate especially in the time that i picked it up when i was going to become a mother so i thought that was pretty fabulous so anyway let's move on to Moldavite. Now I've been getting so many different things about Moldavite. Um, I keep hearing from a couple, one particular friend at work that's like, oh my God, you should talk about Moldavite. And then another listener was like, please, can you talk about Moldavite? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And then like other things would pop up and I would totally forget about Moldavite. And now I was actually listening to another podcast because I like listening to other podcasts and I like listening to lots of other metaphysical and spiritual podcasts. And she was talking about Moldavite and how incredible it was. And I'm like, why don't I talk about Moldavite? <laughs> Sorry, Robin and Heather. I know you've been asking for this for a while. So here we go. Here's Moldavite from the Crystal Bible book by Judy Hall. It's a dark green color. It's small, usually pretty transparent. It's folded in mass and it's often glassy in shape and yeah. It's rare but readily available, although increasingly expensive as source as source is used up. It's found out of the Czech Republic, Germany, and Moldovia, which I believe is where it was found. Moldavite is another of the stones for the new age. It is a form of tektite said to have extraterrestrial origin formed when a giant meteorite struck the earth the heat of impact metamorphosed surrounding rocks oh did i say that right metamorphosed yeah that's right metamorphosed surrounding rocks creating a strew field by flinging the resulting crystals over a vast area Moldavite is therefore a fusion of extraterrestrial energies with Mother Earth. This is a rare stone. It is now found along the banks of the river Moldau and is unlikely to be discovered anywhere else in the world. The crystal will become extinct. Moldavite has been used since Stone Age times as a talisman, an amulet for good fortune and fertility. Many people believe that it came to aid in Earth's transition and healing, and that the time has come to use Moldavite's energy, energies wisely. It can greatly enhance the effect of other crystals, taking them to their highest vibration. Moldavite brings you into communication with the higher self and with extraterrestrials. Moldavite has its own cosmic oversoul. I don't know what that means. Oversoul. <laughs> which can put you in touch with the ascended masters and cosmic messengers holding the stone up to the light and gazing into it shifts your consciousness this stone takes you into the highest spiritual dimensions and facilitates the ascension process it needs to be grounded or else it can leave you spaced out and rootless holding a pair of boji stones gently grounds after spiritual experiences with moldavite and the energies of clear quartz stabilize its effects Moldavite has an extremely high 
vibration, which opens, clears blockages from, and aligns the chakras. It integrates the divine blueprint and accelerates spiritual growth. Moldavite resonates with the crown chakra, opening it to receive the highest spiritual guidance. Placed on the throat, Moldavite communicates interplanetary messages, especially with regard to the state of the ecology of the earth and its need for healing. This is a stone that transcends time. Placed on the third eye, Moldavite can enable you to go forward into the future or back into the past. It facilitates journeys to other lives if this is appropriate. Rather than going back into the past to relieve a life, except to regain spiritual wisdom or journeying to the before incarnation state to access purpose, Moldavite shows you future potentials. Under the influence, inf- oh gosh, I can I can do this. Under the influence of Moldavite, you can go forward to a future life to see the results of actions taken in the present life, or to learn what is needed in the present life in order to prevent destruction in the future. Moldavite is a useful stone for sensitive people who find it difficult being an incarnation on the earth and who cannot adjust to suffering and deep emotions. Many such people are star children who have come to aid the earth in its time of transition to a new vibration. They are unused to the heavy yeah, unused, unused to the heavy energies of earth and find it difficult to integrate the spiritual bodies into the physical and need to ground. Moldavite used in conjunction with grounding stones such as hematite and smoky quartz aid this process. Placed on the heart, Moldavite eases homesickness for those whose origin is not earth. Moldavite has no crystalline structure and so it takes you way beyond your limits and boundaries. Psychologically, it assists in developing detachment from mundane, earthbound security issues such as money and worries for the future. Moldavite provides an overview of reasons for incarnating and contacts your spiritual purpose, integrating this into earthly life. It supports qualities such as empathy and compassion. At a mental level, Moldavite is unconventional and inspiring, bringing the unexpected solution forward. It can awaken latent memories and access spiritual information through the intellect. It releases fixed ideas and archaic belief systems and can neutralize hypnotic commands. Physically, holding Moldavite may trigger a huge rush of energy through the body that has powerful metaphysical effects. It downloads information from the Akashic record and the light body, which then has to be processed and made conscious. This process may take some time, but the process accelerates spiritual growth and the raising of personal vibrations. For healing, rather than healing individual conditions, Moldavite makes one aware of the cause and source of dis-ease and then supports the releasing and healing process. It also brings the gift contained within the, within the illness to your attention. Moldavite can be used as a tool for diagnosis. People who dislike it, its deep green color often have an aversion to emotion and need to experience unconditional love and wholeness. They may also have hidden emotional trauma that needs to surface and heal, for which other crystals are required. You want to place this on the forehead, throat, or crown. And to note, Moldavite is fragile and should not be cleaned with salt as it scratches the surface. So one thing that I was told about Moldavite is you got to be ready 
for Moldavite. <laughs> now, some of you are like, um, I think I can handle it. And it's like, good, try, but just you, you have been warned. Apparently, this is a very, very powerful stone. And it is not for somebody who is maybe just beginning this empathic journey. Um, I think that it would probably be better for somebody who is aware of the physical properties of Moldavite and that it is it is going to take you it is going to take you beyond the realm of what you think (laughs) you think you're going to go so anyhow those are the crystals of the week so let's talk about the quote of the week and I wrote it down on my notebook here we go okay this is by Andy Rooney Everyone wants to live on top of the mountain, but all the happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing it. Okay, so I came across this topic just in in speaking with a couple of different people. I had no idea that this actually existed. I knew that there are all sorts of different type of empaths, and you'll you'll hear me talking about the spectrum of of empaths. And so one thing that I came across is a Hayoka empath. And I was like, what? what? There's an actual like empath that has like its own little pocket, like its own little side gig. Like, <laughs> what is that about? So naturally, my inquisitive self had to look it up and figure out what that was all about. So anyhow... I got this information off of aminoapps.com. And this is what they say about Hyoka empaths. So for the Hyoka empath, there is little available information, and yet it is the most powerful type of empath. Hyoka is a Native American word meaning sacred clown or fool. This translation does not give it justice to the true meaning of the term. To say, to act in a manner that is different or backward, opposite of normal, gives us a clearer understanding. The spirit of Hyoka is the great mirror. When you connect to a Hyoka, what you see in them will show you what you need to work on to evolve spiritually. The Hyoka's mirror is one of the one of emotion so for however you react to them emotionally is their guidance to reflect back to you so you guys have to forgive me because I'm reading my own notes and as you know Lorelei's handwriting can sometimes be a little craptastic so hopefully I don't stumble too much <laughs> so let's continue so for example after being with a Hioka, you may feel anger feeling them to be arrogant, yet the Hyoka's mirror is showing you your need to be humble. Or you may feel great love. Again, the mirror is showing you the path of self-love. The following traits of a Hyoka is defined by the energy you carry. It's how you interact with reality, how you process emotions. Some of the traits may include being dyslexic or thinking backwards, being born breach, coming into the world backwards, doing certain things backwards, or appearing younger than their age. Hayoka is movement and transformation. 
This is something you don't claim to be. A Hioka recognizes another Hioka when they feel that energy. It's a deep understanding of how our sensitivities and emotions interact with each other. In Native American ceremonies, the Hioka would be the one to disrupt the proceedings so as to get the people to see things differently or to shift the energy of the situation. Modern day Hiokas, when working with people, will say or do something to shift the energy which creates change, healing and balances the energy. The Hioka's gift is to bring people back into balance and get people unstuck by showing the opposite, the backwards way. Hyokas carry the medicine of chaos, and this medicine has the power to change people's lives. This energy is firm from the coming and strong. Or, I'm sorry, I said that wrong, because it's my handwriting. There it is. (laughs) This energy is firm, forthcoming, and strong. It is disruption out of love, In the hopes to experience growth, it is the medicine to show us that the shadow remains unseen and the mirror of truth is hard to gaze into. It's difficult to humble yourself in a world of ego. It was believed among the Lakota and other tribes that if you had a dream or vision of birds, you were destined to become a medicine man. But if you had a vision of Thunderbird, it was your destiny to become something else. Hioka or sacred clown. Like Thunderbird, the Hioka were at once feared and held in reverence. They were supposed to startle easy at the first sound of thunder or first sight of lightning. Thunderbird supposedly inspired the con- contrariness of the Hioka through his own contrary nature. He alternates strong winds with calm ones. While all things in nature move clockwise, Thunderbird is said to move counterclockwise. Thunderbird is said to have sharp teeth, but no mouth, sharp claws, but no limbs, huge wings, but no body. All of these things suggest Thunderbird and the Hioka have a curious, paradoxical, contrary nature. (laughs) I'm trying, guys. My handwriting. I was trying to write fast and it was just not working out. (laughs) I'm keeping on going. We're keeping on going. You could become Hioka through a vision of Thunderbird or just of lightning or a formidable winged being of power. While clown societies were found throughout the plains, the Hioka or sacred clowns were usually few in number but were found in almost every clan. Hioka were contraries, often speaking and walking backwards. They acted in ridiculous, obscene, and comical ways, especially during sacred ceremonies. They were thought to be fearless and painless, able to seize a piece of meat out of a pot of boiling water. They often dressed in a bizarre and ludicrous manner, wearing conical hats, red paint, a bladder over their head, to stimulate or simulate baldness and bark earrings. The Hioka was thought to usually carry various sacred items, a deer hoof rattle, a color, a colored bow, a flute or drum. His anti-natural nature was thought to be shamanistic in origin. And as a contrary, he was expected to act silly and foolhardy during a battle. Although this was found more among warrior clown societies, such as the Cheyenne inverted warriors. 
however insulting or sacrilegious Hayoka actions might be, they were acting on the higher and more inscrutable imper- imperatives of the great man- mystery. Man, I'm, I'm getting through it, guys. <laughs> inscrutable imperatives of the great mystery. There we go. Hioka were freed from all the ordinary constraints of life and thus were usually not expected to marry, have children, or participate in the work of the tribe. Despite their bizarre acts, such as dressing in warm clothes during summer or wearing things inside out, they were trusted as healers, inter- interpreters of dreams, and people of great medicine. Whenever they interrupted the solemnity of a ceremony, people took it as an ad- admonition to see beyond the literalness of the ritual and into the deeper mysteries of the sacred. Like the flash of lightning, the Heoka's sudden outbursts and disturbances were thought to be the keys to enlightenment, much like the absurd acts of Zen masters in Japan. Now, the one thing that I thought was really, really interesting in going over and looking and reading about Heoka's is the whole backward nature of everything and being the mirror and the fact that they were these bringers of chaos that their life was chaos that they they carry the medicine of chaos and this medicine has the power to change people's lives that to me was particularly poignant and the reason why is because I think right now I feel like we're kind of in that situation I feel like we're kind of all in a state of Hayoka chaos, if you will. And maybe that's just because maybe there are more Hayokas and maybe that is just how this thing is starting with things changing. And because it is absolutely necessary for the change that is happening to happen. So the disruption of, of everything is one that is meant to be of love and that will eventually get to there. It's just, man, it's taking a long time, isn't it, guys? <laughs> but Hayoka is movement and transformation. So I feel like it's it's almost like our society is like moving with this Hayoka energy. That our whole world is this gigantic, is in gigantic transformation. And we're in this like Hayoka type chaos. And everything is backwards. Doesn't it seem like everything is just going in a different direction than we had anticipated? But it's good. I think that this mirror is being held up to all of us in our society, in our world. And we're, we're, we're having to look at everything very, very closely. And I think for a lot of people, I feel like it is really hard. And a lot of people don't want to look at it. They don't want to look at what is really happening, really going on. And I think that's that's a really hard thing to process. And I think that is for anybody, right? Like if you're going about your life and then all of a sudden things, the rug gets out, pulled out from underneath you and you're forced to look at all the things that maybe is going on with you and maybe not all of it is good, that, that's a really hard pill to swallow. I mean... I can't tell you how many times I've fallen on my face and realized like how many times I've put my foot in my mouth or I've had to really introspect everything and realize how much I have messed up or done things incorrectly 
and I've had to swallow my pride and, you know, figure out how to make things right. But it's the making things right. It's, you know, climbing up the mountain where you're going to really find your happiness and, and figure out that in this work and in this whole process of things is where you're going to find the most benefit and change for the good. Because really there's no like end point to this process and this healing and this this journey of ours because I think we're supposed to enjoy this whole time that we're in it. I mean, granted, this chaos isn't exactly enjoyable, but I think we're going to move through it and we'll be on to the next one, right? But for now, I thought that that was so incredibly interesting. The Hayoka empath, the, the mirror, the empathic mirror, and the medicine, the medicine of chaos, right? Is that what it said? The me- chaos medicine? Yeah, medicine of chaos. This medicine has the power to change people's lives. So I really hope that this movement and transformation we have just, I just hope that everything turns out for the good. I mean, it has to, it must. I'm going to, I'm going to speak that over myself and speak that over every one of you and all over the world and into this consciousness, this conscious collective that this is going to be good. It's going to be beautiful at the end of this transformation. I mean, I think of, okay, this is going to be really cheesy. Maybe some, for some of you, maybe it'll be really cool. But if you think about the transformation and the metamorphosis of a butterfly, I mean, basically that caterpillar has to completely transform and become like this mush and then somehow reconstruct itself into this butterfly. Can you imagine how painful that must be? Completely turning your whole entire body into just a heap and then finding a way to put itself back together into something more beautiful I mean just the fact that you were on the ground crawling on the ground and then you can fly that's beautiful in my opinion some of you might find it cheesy and that's okay I liked it (laughs) but anyway um that's pretty much it for my short little episode. I, I kind of wanted to make a few ones that were a little bit shorter in duration just to give you guys a little bit of a break every now and again <laughs> instead of my hour and 15 minute <laughs> episodes. <laughs> but I hope you like it. I certainly like it. I like talking about it. I love digging up all this stuff for you guys. So I hope you're still loving it as much as I am, even with all the change. It's all good, guys. So anyway, I'll leave you with this and I'll leave you with this and love and light to you all. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all and I look forward to reading you soon.